Um, have you guys heard that song, Around the World? <laughs> I've heard it. You have? Yeah. What's your favorite part? Well, the other day I was listening to it, and I was like, it sounds like they're saying around the world. Right. And so I, I like all the parts where it sounds like that. Where it says around the world. Around the world. I think you have a point there. I also like the weird noises. The weird noises the are good. I everything. like when they say around the world. Yep. Um, it's a great it's a great song. And honestly, the fact that it's seven minutes, that's not long enough. No. That's the we same length as the it. Wham rap. Yeah. Just an observation I made. Maybe that's the length of all great songs. Right. Something Something to think about. Around the world. Around the world. We have listeners around we the do. world. We do. We have some in... Russia. Russia, the United States. India. India. Belgium. Belgium. Brazil. Which is enormous. Um, enormous country. Yeah. Um, so all around the world. Around the world. Around the world. That's where our listeners are, which is cool. Pretty cool. Great, great song. Give it a listen. <laughs> Well, everyone, um, hi, welcome to our podcast. Hello. This is Fiona. I'm Taylor. And we are Talkie Talkie, the podcast. True. Episode 11. Well, it seems like okay. we're progressing in order now, I which think is cool. That's probably for the best. Um, oh, there's before we get into anything, I do want to say I made a mistake in the last last week's episode. Oh? Uh, when I was listing best theme songs. Oh. Uh, because I left out possibly the best theme song of anything ever. Okay. Which is our theme oh. song. Talkie, talkie, talkie by Patula Clark. You're right. Um, So that's a retroactive number zero because it's so good. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. I know. It's a really good point. Yeah, well, you know, it is, it's it's a good song. Yeah. It's a good podcast. Yep. And do you know how it goes? All right. Yeah, you just heard it. Really on fire today. You just heard it, in fact, the theme song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um, I think the only one thing can save us now. Right. And that's Wonka Watch. That's Wonka Watch. Hi guys, welcome Hi to guys. Wonka Watch. Welcome to Wonka Watch. Something's wrong with us today. Um, Let me look up how many days there are until Wonka yes. and that will fix and us. And for Wonka fans... I've just Googled Wonka. That's not going to work. <laughs> Hang on. For all our Wonka fans out there, this is a big week. It's been a huge week for Wonka. Yeah. It's been a crazy, insane, I can't just look up days until Wonka. Wonka. What's the date? December... Tw- 23rd? Is it 23rd? December 15th, 2023. Jesus. I usually have the tab open in my uh, Safari all the time, but I accidentally closed it. Okay, everyone. There are currently today 
595 days into wow, Wonka. We've, we've broken, broken 600. the 600 mark. That's um, awesome. Yeah. It's so, so close. Congrats to us and everyone involved. Um, and a lot of people are saying, well, how can you be looking forward to Wonka so much when you hardly know anything about it? Right. Well, you'd be wrong because, first of all, you can look forward to it even without <laughs> knowing much about it. Yeah. Uh, but we do know quite a bit about it now. Yeah. Uh, because at CinemaCon on April 26th, uh, they did, in fact, debut some clips from Wonka, which I will say the other uh, Wonka experts were saying that they thought that was too soon and we wouldn't see it. Right. Uh, but if you remember, we did say it's just right and we will see Wonka. And who was right? It was us. It was us. Uh, so we don't have access to this footage yet because it was... Shown exclusively at CinemaCon, but there are a lot of people who were there and provided really excellent descriptions of the kinds of things we can look out for. And um, that includes little Timmy singing the lyrics, You have never had chocolate like this, before he breaks out of a choreographed dance and heads down a pothole, mm -hmm. uh, which will be awesome. Meredith B. Kyle on Twitter, this is someone who's verified, Oh, says, Wonka looks whimsical as all get out. Tons of star-studded cameos and a quick clip of Timmy singing. Waiting until Christmas 2023? Not so sweet. Well, Meredith, Meredith, if you're out there, that's why there's Wonka Watch. Right. Um, to help pass the time. Right. Uh, so you do have something to look forward to. There are fewer than 600 days until then now, Meredith. So. Yeah. And it's also not quite Christmas. It's actually 10 days before Christmas. Right. So, so you could watch it at least 10 times before Christmas. At least. Yeah, yeah the very, very least. Um, Eric Davis, also a verified account on Twitter, says, uh, We just saw a bunch of footage from hashtag Wonka. Looks like a big, colorful, feel-good musical rooted in the relationship between Wonka, Timothy Chalamet, and his mom, Sally Hawkins. Will be a big holiday family movie for sure. Love to hear it. Great, great Wonka news. Variety says Timothy Chalamet steals hearts and hands out chocolate in CinemaCon Wonka footage. Wow. And we also saw for the first time the official logo for Wonka. Did you see this? Oh, did we? Um, it's sort of a golden oh, ticket inspired. beautiful. Um, situation. Yeah. And it's really nice. It sort of looks like Sharpie on a golden ticket, but... That's okay. That's okay. Wonka's it looks just maybe starting purple, out. Like purple writing yeah, like a little weird, bit, sort perhaps. of purple writing, which I think is Which is awesome and perfect. So, big week for Wonka Heads, of yeah. course. Every week is a big week for Wonka Heads, right. but this week is an enormous week. And it's a particularly big week for these two Wonka Heads, because we were right when most other Wonka right. Heads doubted the magic of Wonka. Exactly. We said, no, we believe, we believe in Wonka, and we we were rewarded. Yep. So, that, I think, concludes Wonka Watch. That, con that, that concludes your regularly scheduled Wonka Watch. Tune in next time. Tune in next time. I think now it's time for what's happening, right? I think right? it is that time. If I remember correctly. Yep. So, okay. What's happening with me? Okay. Well, so figure skating is making me want to kill myself. Oh, no. So I don't even really want to talk about okay. it. Okay. Um, and I think I won't talk about it. Cool. Basically, I'm mad at everyone who, every figure skater I've ever mentioned on this <laughs> podcast that I like, I'm mad at all of them. Sure. And they all keep doing stupid things and making me not like them anymore. Okay. So I'm mad at all of them. Including our very special friend? Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, okay. I'm going to say it. I'm mad at him. Um, wow. He's being stupid and he's making bad decisions and I think he needs to stop wow. and stop being an idiot. Big, 
Big night. So sorry about that. And I know I'll probably get in trouble for blaspheming the Lord, our, well, our or coming maybe he Savior. Is but the Antichrist perhaps after all. at this point, maybe maybe we've been proven wrong for the first time Much in our collective lives. To think about maybe we were wrong. Maybe he's not the you know the next yeah. coming of Christ. Maybe he's actually just a idiot who I needs mean. to stop going to meet and greets with Putin. And taking pictures with him and shaking his hand and have, hanging um, out and talking to Putin. Have you ever he seen stop doing the that. pictures where um, it says Putin looks like Max from Max and Ruby, like the little bunny <laughs> rabbit? No. Dad, do you know the rabbits I'm talking about? Yeah. He he really does look like him. Because okay. Max is kind of mischievous. <laughs> and Putin has that look about him. Interesting. Um, and of course, the kind of mischief Putin gets up to is... On a greater sure, scale, sure, sure, perhaps, sure, sure, than sure, perhaps. Max making mud pies under his kitchen table. Perhaps, but yeah. nonetheless, they do have something in common. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So anyways, uh, that's that's it about that. Sure. Um, I'm not going Sorry to talk about it. Sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I could talk about it, but it wouldn't be funny. It would just yeah, be me getting yeah. like angry. So I don't think I'm going to do that. But just, yeah. yeah. Well, just, you, it's on the record. <sighs> yeah. We're, we're all thinking of you. Thank you so Thoughts much. I really, I appreciate it. So in terms of Riverdale recap, I think I've decided I'm not doing it anyway because okay, cool. <laughs> it's too it's too much. It's too complicated. Uh, it's too complicated. It's not like funny anymore yeah. because none of it makes sense, and I pretty much just say the same things every week. Um, sure, you know Cheryl yeah. is possessed and Archie is invulnerable and Jughead <laughs> is deaf, but he can minds. read minds, and it's just yeah. it's not really funny. And also, I hate to say it, I'm not really this this current season is not really doing it for me. Yeah. I don't know, like. I don't really like that they're just doing, like, they have superpowers now. Yeah. It was sort of, they've been Marvel-pilled. Right. And, like, they, you know, in the the beginning of this season, they had, you know, there were some supernatural elements to what was going on. But it was in a different, like, an alternate universe. Like, it was happening in Rivervale. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. That's so good. That's so good. And then... You know, we came back to the alter, or to the to regular, Riverdale. you know, the regular old Riverdale universe. Sure. And I was under the impression that things, things would, would go back to normal. normal again. Yeah. But I was mistaken. And now everything's all weird. And I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. It feels wrong. It feels weird. And I hate to say it because I know a lot of people are enjoying it. And I, I wish I were, but it's just not. Yeah. Like to me, the the thing that makes Riverdale so fun and so insane is that all of these like crazy things happen, but they happen in like quote unquote like the real world, right? So right. the fact that there's like exactly. a gargoyle king yeah. running around in the woods, and there's like fizzle rock That's drugs, real life. and there's like a cult of organ harvesting, you know, cult people, Spoiler like all alert. all of that, and like all the fact that all of that can be explained in like real right. life terms right. makes it crazier to me. Like Betty hallucinating floating babies because she's because she's, you know, having a hallucinatory seizure because right. of Fizzle Rock's runoff These in the town water happen. supply. That's way more entertaining to me than like the babies are just floating. Right. Because right. there's I magic now mean. and because yeah. the world is yeah. magical and people have superpowers. So it's just like not I don't know. By them like trying to be more absurd, it somehow has made it less absurd and it's just like boring now. And I mean the season's not over yet, so maybe they will Right. Maybe explain all of it and it'll all make sense. Um, I am still really, really, really excited for the musical episode. Yeah. And I do still tune in, you know, of with course, rapt attention every to. week. And I do enjoy some of it. But overall, it's just not it's not really the Riverdale I've grown to love mm-hmm. anymore, um, at least not at this current moment in time. 
So I just don't really feel joy in talking about the current episodes. Um, however, yeah. I do feel joy at talking about the over, older episodes, yes. which is great because that is what we're doing today. Yes, I don't think we, we didn't even said that it yet. Is, we are doing Riverdale Roulette. We're doing that again today. Uh, part Chapter four so, of Riverdale Roulette. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully that will lift my spirits. I think I'll, it, I'll I think be it honest will. with you guys. I could like use it. You've had a pretty tough week. I could use it. There's not a lot yeah. of, in terms of the things that are happening in, with me right now, not, not a, lot, a lot. Not a lot of great things yeah. um, to speak of, to be honest, which is a shame. Hopefully this will help. Yeah. Anyways, that's that literally, it that's it. Yeah. Okay. It's just a bunch of I bummers. Have, I do have a few. Oh, I do have some YouTube comments to read, oh. um, but I'm going to do that at, the, at end. the end, I think. Sure. Okay, I do just want to say, update on the Colin Farrell fan club. Oh, good. Um, I watched Fright Night, uh, where Colin is a vampire. Right. And basically the only thing of note in there, other than that Colin was a vampire, mm-hmm. is that his eyebrows go away when he becomes a vampire. What? Sort of when he's in his normal guy mode, he looks like Colin Farrell, and then when he becomes a vampire, his eyebrows go away, which is interesting because that's sort of his most that's recognizable feature. Yeah. Um, but that's all for that. Still a big Colin fan, obviously. Obviously. Um, last weekend... My local library had a DVD swap. Cool. And um, you could bring DVDs that you didn't want anymore, or you could pick up DVDs that you liked and wanted to take home for no charge. That's awesome. Uh, which was cool. I went with some pretty high hopes. I was really hoping to find uh, Walk the Line, starring Joaquin Phoenix, the Johnny Cash story. They didn't have that, but they did have three DVDs, which are movies that have Woody Harrelson in them. Cool. They had 1988's She's Having a Baby. Uh, which is a terrible, terrible movie. Okay. They had Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me from 1999, uh-huh. also not a very good movie. Cool. And they had Zombieland from 2009, which is an okay movie and I have to admit an iconic Woody Harrelson role. Okay. So with those, I have, I already had all of the Hunger Games movies and then I had The Walker from 2007, a terrible Woody Harrelson movie, and Welcome to Hollywood, an even worse Woody Harrelson movie. Cool. So that means that the only ones I have left are Harper Valley, PTA, Wildcats, Bay Coven, Killer Instinct, Casualties of War, Cool Blue, Mother Goose, Rock and Rhyme, L.A. Story, Doc Hollywood, Ted and Venus, White Men Can't Jump, Indecent Proposal, Natural Born Killers, I'll Do Anything, The Cowboy Way, Money Train, Kingpin, The Sun Chaser, The People vs. Larry Flint, Welcome to Sarajevo, Wag the Dog, Palmetto, The Thin Red Line, The High Low Country, Ed TV, Play It to the Bone, Scorched, Anger Management, She Hate Me, After the Sunset, The Prize Winner of Defiance. Ohio, North Country, The Big White, A Prairie Home Companion, Free Jimmy, A Scanner Darkly, No Country for Old Men, The Grand, Battle in Seattle, Semi-Pro, Sleepwalking, Trans-Siberian, Surfer Dude, Seven Pounds, Management, The Messenger, 2012, Defendor, Bun Raku, Friends with Benefits, Rampart, Seven Psychopaths, Game Change, Now You See Me, Free Birds, Out of the Furnace, Triple Nine, Now You See Me Too, The Edge of Seventeen, LBJ, The Duel, Lost in London Live, Wilson, War for the Planet of the Apes, The Glass Castle, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Shock and Awe, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Venom, The Highwaymen, Zombieland, Double Tap, Midway, Venom 2, Venom Let There Be Carnage, and Kate. Uh, so if anyone has any of those, I am on the lookout. Yeah, and I'll I would like to receive peeled. them. I'll keep yeah. my eyes peeled for sure. Um, thank you. And then my final uh, thing that I'd like to share in what's been going on with me is, of course, uh, the famous Johnny Depp trial is going on. I don't uh-huh. really know what it is, um, really, other than that Johnny Depp is there. I do have a poem I found on Twitter uh-huh. that someone, actually two poems, that someone okay. wrote for Johnny Depp. All right, okay. Um, and there, you know, I am an English major. Sure. I do love literature and poetry. And so I just, it's not often you come across great poetry in the world. Um, so I am, I'm going to read just one of these. Okay, great. Um, it is, it's called Johnny Depp. Sh- that, 
good name for it, I guess. So this is Johnny Depp by Jessica Jolicoir. Okay. My heart swells. I feel as though I am drowning in a pool of tears. Your words float past me and drift into the deepest recesses of my mind. Evidence has expelled the detritus of a false love. Okay. A love that is a mockery of the very thing it claims to be, but is only a contrived betrayal. Scribed in silence within a mind too cunning to empty and hollow to feel. Echoed in mention of the sweetest of hearts, Lily Rose and Jack. They are as birds, song, lifting to the sunrise in the soul of their father, housed and cherished in the rhythmic thudding of his heart. My Edward, their hero, our beloved Captain Jack Sparrow. I love you all. Um, and that is how the poem okay. concludes. Um, yeah. I think it's really interesting. I like how she refers to um, several of Johnny's most famous characters, Captain Sh- Jack Sparrow. Sure, and sure. I have to believe Edward Scissorhands. I guess, yeah, probably. Um... She has a lot of these poems on her Twitter. Does she? Okay. Uh, they're all very interesting um, and and well written and cool. Um, so I just I, I bet that's to... probably the greatest use of her time. I think. Yeah, is writing all I, these I just I like lifting Twitter up and... uh, unknown artists mm-hmm. on this platform. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was important to uh, share Jessica's work with okay. you all. Sure. So that's what's been going on with me. All right. Cool. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's so interesting. Um, yeah. On that note. Is that it for our segments? This is pretty short. I guess. Yeah. I just, normally I would talk a lot about the things that I'm watching, but they're all making me angry. And yeah. Well. So I don't want to talk about them. Um, I don't want to talk enough. anymore about Johnny Depp. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Let's get into it. Today is what? I guess I'll let you do it because I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. So last night I watched Riverdale season three episode um uh-oh. 20-something. Uh-oh. Okay. But it is chapter 55. Okay. And it's called, it's entitled Prom Night. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, it's a classic. Um, which, of course, that's the a, ages. An, a title that gets me excited. Yep. I love prom episodes yeah. of TV shows. There used to be great prom yeah. episodes for Glee. Um, one time they had a dinosaur-themed prom. That's cool. Which was, like, honestly very incredible. That's really cool. And I always wanted to Riverdale have... has done, like, three different proms. I mean, you have to. Maybe just two. They're in high school. There have been you multiple, though. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just get into it. Let's get into it. This episode opens with what I thought was a destroyed slash blown up train. It turned out to be a bus, I yeah. think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's like all blackened and, and, you know, ashes. And there's detectives walking around and there's handcuffs, interestingly, sure. in the bus. Sure, uh, which, hanging from the ceiling. Yes, yeah. I didn't really understand at first. Uh, Betty and Veronica quickly arrive on the scene in Betty's very cool station wagon. Yeah. It's like it's green and it has oh, yeah. like the wood situation. Very, very which cool. Which is really, really awesome. Um, and they're both looking very concerned. And FP, who is the sheriff, because this is season three, is there. And his arm is in a cast. But FP says he doesn't know who, who caused the crash. But Betty's like, it's Black Hood. He's back. It's Black Hood. And by that, she means it's my serial killer it's father. My dad, He's back. Yeah. Because Betty's dad was on that bus. He was being transferred to Hiram's prison. Correct. Uh, the prison, uh, prison of Hiram Lodge. That's correct. Who yep. has a prison. He does. So Betty thinks that her dad, like, caused the crash on the bus. So that he could escape. So that he could escape. Right. And he's like, she's like, he's out there. And FP's like, no, everyone died. Like, there are six bodies. Um, and they're all accounted for. Right. And Betty's like, don't you don't know, know my dad. That. You don't know my dad. He's an insane serial killer. And then um, this was very exciting for me personally because Molly Ringwald is finally here. Oh, yeah. I've watched three episodes and she wasn't there. And But she's in this episode. She is, of course, Archie's mommy. Correct. Does she have a name? 
Mary? Mary. Yes, Mary. Uh, so she shows up at Archie's house where he appears to mostly live alone. Seems yeah. like both of his parents are always uh, out and about. Yeah. So I'm going to call her Molly Ringwald. That's fine, yeah. Um, she mentions to Archie that she's heard that he's taken up boxing, uh, which if you're a devoted Riverdale roulette listener, you'll remember at the end of the very first episode of this podcast, it was a shot of Archie in his room punching his punching bag. Sure. And that was just... 10 or so episodes before this one. Sure. Uh, so it's it's the boxing storyline here. And Archie's like, oh, mom, are you here because you want me to stop boxing because it's so dangerous? She's like, no, I just want to spend time with my son. Yeah. And then Betty, uh, of course, she thinks that her dad, her serial killer dad, has escaped. She's highly distressed. Goes to visit her mom at, I think her mom is at the farm. Yes. Uh, doing a puzzle. Yeah. And her Betty's mom says, what, have you come to steal more babies, Elizabeth? Which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, these are the babies, Juniper and Dagwood. Correct. Yes. Uh, which yes, are Polly's yes, yes, babies. Yes. I don't know where they are. I don't either. It episode. doesn't really matter. And Betty explains the whole situation to her mom. The bus crashed. Everyone's dead, but, like, you know Dad. He's right. like an insane serial killer, so he can do anything. He's Black Hood. And Betty mentions that Dr. Curdle Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. hasn't identified the bodies yet. So she doesn't, she's like, I don't, there's no way of knowing if, if that one of those was really dad or whatever. Right. And Betty's mom is just like, Betty, you have to like move on. Like you cannot be so obsessed with your crazy serial killer dad. Like get over it. Seriously. Um, and then she also has a tattoo on her wrist. This is Betty's mom of the infinity sign. Yeah, she does. Um, and Betty's like, mom, is that a tattoo? And Betty's mom is like, yeah, um, Edgar asked me to get it. Oh, sure. Um, and of course- Again, if you're a Riverdale Roulette listener, you'll know Edgar came up last time and was the subject of much confusion for me. But Betty's mom says, I like to think of it as an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting. It is, yeah. And if you were listening before, you'll remember that I had various theories about Edgar that I thought he was the same as Chick. Yeah. Um, or the same as Charles or something. I was confused about that. Yeah. Obviously, if Betty's mom is thinking she's engaged to Edgar, he's probably not someone who is her son or was pretending to be her son. So I did, obviously, that theory, uh, I didn't really believe in it, but it does need to be reevaluated. But not yet, because we do, uh, Edgar does come up later, folks. Okay, great. Jellybean, uh, Jughead's sister, JB, I JB. Think we call her sometimes, has been abandoned by their mother and is living uh, with Jughead now. And um, she's sad about that. I didn't even know Jughead had a mom. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Is she ever in the show? Sure is. Is she in season one? No. Okay. Is she played by anyone famous? Um. Uh. Yeah. Gina Gershon. Gert, she's from Showgirls. Oh, I think. okay. Is that right? Am I, I thinking of the right person? I don't know. She's been in a bunch of movies. Cool. Yeah. Um, and Jughead's like, well, Jellybean, I'm glad you're here. Just no more playing G&G, okay? Right. Which, when I hear that, I'm thinking, oh, that must be a reference to D&D, Dungeons sure. and Dragons. Sure, sure, sure. But then uh, Jellybean's like, it's just a game, Jughead. Like, it's not a big deal. And then she sort of casually mentions that the Gargoyle King gave her a quest yeah. to find the gospel. Right. Uh, which is where the Gargoyle King keeps all of his secrets. Yeah, normal. Normal things. Um, so I assume one of the G's in G&G stands for Gargoyle. Perhaps. Um, that would be a lot one of, of my guesses. That start with G, but that um, gargoyles sense. and griffins would be my official guess. Wow. Okay. Um, for no particular reason. Sure. Um, and so Jughead is like, wait, there's a gar- gospel of the Gargoyle King, um, because at this point they're trying to figure out who is the Gargoyle King, and um, okay, so 
I, I'm just going to clarify something. Okay, please. In the first episode I watched for this grand adventure, yep. which was season, season three, three, episode, episode 10, 10, right? that's the SAT episode. Yeah. But it's also the episode where they think Tallboy is the Gargoyle King. Right. Okay. So, of course, Tallboy is not really the true Gargoyle King, perhaps. Yeah, you could say that. Um, because the Gargoyle King is on the loose again, and they are now referring to him as a serial killer, which yeah. is important. Okay. So, of course, Jughead and Betty, ace detectives, want to figure out who the Gargoyle King is. Yeah, so Jughead hears about the gospel, and he's like, my God, I need to find that. Yeah. I need to figure this out immediately. Right. Meanwhile, Veronica has entered Archie into a boxing match uh, because it's the perfect way to jumpstart his boxing career. Uh-huh. Um, which is cool. He's very serious about boxing, and he wants it to be his entire life. A pipe bursts. He's like boxing with his friend Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad that's Dog. Monroe. That's Monroe, the same guy from last Mad episode. Dog Monroe. Yeah, Mad Dog Monroe. He's boxing at like this shitty gym and a pipe bursts in the locker room. And this guy runs in and he's like, a pipe burst in the locker room. Can someone fix it? And Archie's like, yeah, of course. And Veronica's like, what the fuck, Archie? You can't fix it. it that's like not your job. You're, uh-huh. you're not a plumber. How about I give you a lot of my money to fix up your gym? Right. And he's like, okay. And he's like, cool. And I, I mean, Thank you. This is going to come up, but, like, Veronica is so... She's just handing out money. She is. This way and that. That is one I of the things about her that, that she does. I that she's rich, but yeah. it does seem... Um, that she has maybe, like, an infinite, infinite supply of money supply that never of goes Infinite money anywhere. that she yeah. can do anything she sure. wants with as, like, a minor. Yeah, you Which know. is cool. Um, Betty, once again, she's really worried about the situation with her dad and the bus and the crash and the handcuffs, et cetera, et cetera. But everyone's like, no, Betty, like he's, what are you looking at? Sorry, there's a sign on the wall that says tits, fuck, motherfucker, (laughs) cunt, cocksucker, piss, and shit. Yeah, it's, um, for the newspaper, it's like how they're... That's really funny. (laughs) That's incredibly funny. Like how you're supposed to bleep them out in the, oh my God. It's funny. I love that they just have that on the wall. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. That was okay. so, so incredibly distracting for me. Um, Keep going. Everyone's like, Betty, no, like, your dad's, he's dead. Like, yeah. there were six dead bodies. Get the fuck over um, it, bitch. Grow up. Yeah. And she's like, no, guys, like, you, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, of, of course she's right. As yeah, the obviously. viewer, you're like, yeah, duh. <laughs> of course he's um, alive still. But then also, prom is coming up. Uh, it has a fire and ice theme. Which yeah, is great theme, I guess. Cool. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It makes you think, which um, I believe in my high school, because we did have prom themes. Uh-huh. And I went to three proms. Wow. I only went to I one. Know, I don't really, remember what the I don't the know why I was. kept going. But the first one was, um, I think, Monte Carlo, like uh, James Bond. Okay. And then, I don't know, one of them was Starry Night. Yeah. Because it was at the planetarium. Sure. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't remember what the other one was. I feel like it was another James Bond theme. That's I don't so really know what's up with that. Yeah. But Fire and Ice is interesting. There's like a Robert Frost poem called Fire and Ice. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, and Cheryl and Tony, who are together at this point, uh, mm-hmm. are running for joint prom queen. Oh, sure. For the Fire and Ice prom. And Betty asks Jughead to prom, and he's like, oh, only for you, Betty Cooper. <laughs> Uh, which is funny. And then Archie awkwardly does not ask Veronica, but I guess they're not officially together right, in this episode. Right, they're not. I don't remember. I think it's because like um, when Archie ran away into the wilderness With and the got bear. attacked by a bear, um, and then he came back. Oh, right, and he right. Was, like, I witnessed no, all of this. Yeah. yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Something something like that. Um, but then Molly Ringwald makes Archie a peanut butter and banana sandwich. It's so nice um, of her. When he's practicing his punching. Thank you. Um, and he's like, Mom, I have this permission slip to uh, do a scary boxing match. Right. 
And she's like, I don't huh. think so. She says, I won't support you getting pummeled, which I thought was cute. Um, if Archie was my son, I probably wouldn't want him to get beat up more than he like already does. Yeah. Like he's always getting beat up. Yeah. He doesn't need to invite more of that into his life. But speaking of destroying things and being a badass, uh, Betty is at the firing range just shooting a gun. Uh-huh. Um, very cool scene. She's going pew pew, Yeah, pow, pow. she's getting ready. Um, she's getting ready because no one fucking believes her that her dad, her serial killer dad, is back. Right. Coincidentally, she gets a call from the one and only Dr. Cardell Jr. at this point. Um, and I've written that he talks on the phone like a normal human being. Which is to say that he doesn't. No. He has like a weird, scary, whispering voice. I told you he had a crazy voice. Yeah, he's very cool. I love him. And he says, Betty, I'm sorry to tell you, your father is dead. Um, because he identified he found, all the bodies were like blown up, but he found a hand. Sure. Uh, which has her father's fingerprints and his DNA and everything. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure, um, sure. And Betty's like, okay. She believes him, which honestly, Betty, you're the, you're supposed to be the one who sees past all this bullshit. Just because there's a hand, you're going to believe that he's dead? Kind of insane. Um, this is just a note about Jughead's fashion choices. Oh, sure. The shirt around the waist thing. Yeah. He looks stupid and like He does? Shit. Yeah. Really? I hate it. Oh, okay. I think he looks dumb. Okay. Um, what is he, Scottish? Um, yeah, I don't know that that's a... Because it's like thing. plaid and it's like a kilt. Like a kilt, yeah. I guess, yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe he is Scottish, I don't know. Yeah, Jughead looks uh, stupid as shit. Okay. In his stupid tied around the waist shirt. All right, Just wow. wear the shirt like a normal guy. You're maybe not... he's warm. Then, like, put it, hang it up or something. You don't need well, it on your he's busy. body. He's on the go. He's got things to do and places to be. You know what I mean? I guess. I just I just don't I don't see it. Okay. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I okay. don't support it. That's all right. The only person I think who looks cool doing that is um Bobby from Twin Peaks. Okay. All Bobby right. Bobby Banks. Yeah, okay. Bobby Briggs, not Bobby, Bobby Briggs. Banks. Yeah. I don't know who Bobby Banks is. I don't is. either. FP calls Jughead, speaking of the devil, and says, you got to come down to Junkyard Steve's, mm-hmm. uh, since that is where Kurtz, someone I've never heard of, brought you, and where he was killed by the Gargoyle King. Sure. Uh, me and my men, this is FP, have been doing a sweep of this junkyard. And they found this old school bus with a gargoyle mask in it and lots of scary graffiti and scary little guys hanging oh, from the sure, ceiling. Oh, sure, the little, yeah. I don't know why FP is like, son, you must come see this scary, <laughs> scary school bus with me. But yeah. that is what he does. Um, and Jughead does uh, very easily discover this book that is literally called The Gospel of the Gargoyle King. Sure, yeah. It's like in the seat of one of the bus <laughs> yeah, seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Jughead's like, oh my god. And he steals it and he doesn't tell his father. No. Which, uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like Jughead and FP have a pretty good relationship. He should just tell him. Uh, meanwhile, Archie forges his mommy's signature on the permission slip for the boxing match. It's crazy um, he I can do, do that. I don't out think he knows how to read or write. That on all these episodes, Archie always has his own thing going on. Like, he's barely ever yeah. involved in, like, there's the a, main drama. There's, okay, this is skipping ahead a little bit, sure. but I want to mention it because I do think it's really funny and it's it's true. He he really is not, like, involved with any yeah. of the Gargoyle King shit in yeah. this entire season aside from, like, a little bit of it. But the very last episode, like, of the whole, once they've completed the Gargoyle King plot uh-huh. and they all, like... You know, they're all like, okay, let's move on. Let's do sure. our own thing. Um, they're talking. They're like, that was so crazy. <laughs> and Archie was like, he, he says something and he, he he calls him like the Gremlin King instead. <laughs> and they're like, it's the Gargoyle King. And he's like, yeah, whatever. That's Which I think so is so funny because he just like was not involved yeah, with any of that. He doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't he's even know what it's called. Busy. It's like the Gremlin. <laughs> the Gremlin King. The Goblin so King, silly. I think he calls it. Yeah. It's like, no, Archie. Um, yeah. So he forges Molly Ringwald's signature and then he does end up asking Veronica to prom. 
but just as friends. Uh-huh. And then some bitch, um, who, I don't know who she is, she tells Cheryl... Is she red-haired? No. Oh. She tells Cheryl that campaigning for prom queen is forbidden by the farm. Yeah, that's the redhead bitch. That's Evelyn Evernever. Yeah, her name is Evelyn. Okay. And... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and she's like, Cheryl and Tony... Or Shoney. Shoney, sure. Uh, if you want to join the farm, you can't be campaigning for prom queen, which honestly sounds pretty unfair. Yeah. Um, but Betty, back to Betty, she has a very cool um, like bulletin board with like newspaper clippings. Oh, yeah, her and, murder like, board. Yeah, yeah, love that. And Jughead's obsessed with the Gargoyle King's gospel now. He's reading it. <laughs> um, so funny. And Betty's like talking about all this other stuff. And he's like, no, like, it's, I think, the gospel. And he's like reading this crazy stuff about the Griffin Queen and yeah. the Gargoyle King and like all this weird mythology about the Gargoyle King. And Betty's like, I, I don't know, Jughead. I don't give he's a fuck, Jughead. just a guy, right? He, he's so um, funny. He gets so, like, easily just so yeah, invested just, like, in so everything obsessed. that happens to him. And Betty says, the Gargoyle King is just flesh and blood, which means that he can die. Uh-huh. Um, and so they sort of... She's insane. <laughs> she's crazy. She's absolutely crazy. Then they get a call from Dr. Colonel Jr. Uh-huh. Um, and pay him a visit. Uh, as promised, he's a very cool-looking guy. He's awesome. Um, I understand why he was on your list. Yeah, and he you wouldn't tell from this episode because he's got his little hat on. Oh. But he's got, like, cool hair under oh, there, really? too. Yeah, he cool. is. he's got, like, long hair that goes, like, down to his shoulders, That's I think. Awesome. He's awesome. I never would have guessed. He's so cool. And he shows them this guy, Kurtz. Uh-huh. Kurtz's body. Oh, which, my God. And Kurtz is the person that FP mentioned had been killed at Junkyard Steve's. Right. And Dr. Curdle Jr. reveals that um, Kurtz's body has the same symbols on it, tattooed, that were carved into, and I quote, Yeah. Ben, Dilton, and Baby T. Yeah. <laughs> Their full names are Ben Button and Dilton Doily. <laughs> Which are the coolest names yeah. maybe I've ever heard. Yeah. Ben Button, um, Dilton Doily, Baby Teeth. And Jughead... Mentions that in the Gargoyle King's Gospel, it does say that you need markings to ascend to the kingdom. Right. Um, so he assumes that's what those markings are. And then this is this is what I was thinking in uh-huh. this part. Um, oh my goodness, but didn't this fellow Edgar make Betty's uh, mom get a tattoo on her wrist? Perhaps he's the Gargoyle King. Oh, perhaps. Um, and I thought of that, just to be clear, before Betty and Jughead did. Okay. Back to Archie. His mom has a friend who is a Naval Academy recruiter. Sure, yeah. Um, and she wants to talk to Archie about boxing and his education. Uh, and Archie, really, his dream now is to become a competitive boxer. Right. And at yeah. some point in this episode, his mom's like, what's with the boxing, Archie? He's like, well, I already tried music and football, so I have to do this. <laughs> this is the only other thing there is, <laughs> Which mom. is really, really funny. Betty and Jughead pay a visit to the local tattoo artist who seems like a totally reliable guy. <laughs> sure. Um, nothing weird going on there. And they show him the picture of this dead man's back with its tattoos. Yeah. And they're like, have you ever given these to anyone else or anything? Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, there was that guy like a year ago. And they're like, oh, um, can you tell us more? And he's like, I never take any names and I only take cash. And also I didn't take a picture of him. Yeah, that's fine. But then Jughead is like, sandy hair, blue eyes, weirdly magnetic. <laughs> magnetic. And the guy's like, that's the guy. <laughs> um, and once again... Me, because I'm so smart, I was like, well, they must be talking about Edgar. Sure. And guess what? I was right. Uh, the next scene cuts to uh, Cheryl in a sort of scary room with a, oh. a adult man. Sure. And they're talking about the prom queen situation. And this man tells Cheryl that she needs to let go of her dream of being prom queen 
and that if she doesn't, he won't let her speak with Jason anymore. Right. A reminder to everyone, Jason is Cheryl's dead twin brother. Yeah, he's dead. He um, died. Who was a corpse in the last episode we watched, which does take place after this one. Right. Um, And Cheryl is talking to this man. She calls him Brother Edgar. Sure does. So this is Edgar, everyone. He is, uh, I'm going to say chick. it, my new favorite character. Wow, huge. He's not Chick and he's not Charles, but he is Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray, uh, yeah. Which is profoundly exciting for me. I've never seen One Tree Hill, but I have seen a Cinderella story uh-huh. starring Chad Michael Murray, which is the Cinderella movie where the evil stepmother is named Fiona. Oh. So it's always been very special to me. And sure. I think Chad Michael Murray is cool and fun. He's also in Gilmore Girls. Um, and I was happy to see him. I do love um, Riverdale's commitment to getting like stars of the past yeah. to play the adult they love roles to do that. on this show. I think they it's do. a lot of fun. Yep. And he does an amazing job. I was oh, really, yeah. really happy oh, God, to see yeah. him. But because of this sort of terrible threat he exacts on Cheryl that she can't I don't, and of course, I don't know how she's speaking to her dead brother. That's not elaborated on. But he says you can't do that anymore if you campaign for prom queen, which sounds insane. Uh, but I guess those are the rules. Uh, so Cheryl agrees to stop campaigning. Archie has a weigh-in for his boxing match. Oh, uh huh. And he's six pounds too heavy. Oh, Archie, but um, come on, which is terrible. So there, he there's a scene of him jump roping and like a full sweatpants sweatshirt, yeah. outfit, and he's like dripping sweat, and he looks yeah. so funny. And then we um, find out that Edgar's last name is Ever Never, yeah, which I think is incredibly cool. Yeah, it's one awesome. of the great Edgar names. Edgar Ever Never. Are you kidding um, and me? And you're telling me that that bitch is his sister, Evelyn, his Ever sister, Never. or perhaps his a, daughter, a relative or perhaps of a relative kind. of him, of his, of some sure. sort. Yeah. Um, Betty thinks, as I thought before her, that Edgar is the gargoyle king. Um, And she's like, well, there's only one thing we can do, Jughead. And that is for her to storm into the farm and, like, burst through a door. And it's they were having, like, some kind of weird group therapy session. Yeah. And the last thing Edgar had said was, who wants to go next? Yeah. And Betty, like, busts in and she's like, I'll go next. How about you admit that you're the gargoyle king? (laughs) Um, but Edgar takes it very calmly. Oh, yeah. And he says, Betty, why don't you sit down and, like, we can talk this out, figure out what's going on. And she says, I have a better idea. <laughs> How about you take off your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, but it's because she wants to see his uh, tattoos. tattoos. Right. And so Edgar does uh, very reluctantly agree to take off his shirt. And he's yeah. definitely not, you know, flexing harder than anyone no. <laughs> in the world ever has done when no, he no, takes no, off no, his no, shirt. No, no. That's just what um, he looks like. That's just the way that his body looks Normally. naturally when yeah. he's relaxed. Yes. He doesn't have the tattoos, which uh, is interesting. I can't wait to edit this and have to listen to the paper turning <laughs> noises the entire time. <laughs> um, so apparently he's not the Gargoyle King um, because he doesn't have the tattoos. Right. But I mean, yeah, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you can cover it that shit up with makeup that, or whatever. It is funny that the, um, the tattoo guy like just perfectly described Edgar, and then they were like, Oh, that must be Edgar. Well, as you know, there is only one man in the world who has right. blonde hair. There's and only blue one eyes. guy and who's strangely magnetic. magnetic. Yeah. Um, which he is because yeah, he's Chad so. Michael Murray. Because he's Chad Michael um, Murray. Yeah, I do think Edgar is very cool. I think he's an interesting guy. I'd love to see more of him mm-hmm. someday. Especially um, considering that it seems to be Polly in later episodes who was having a situation with Edgar. Uh-huh. But that could just be the cult leader kind of thing. Yeah, he's um, oddly magnetic, you know? He's oddly magnetic. Another amazing scene was next. Okay. Amazing montage of Archie working out. <laughs> to Eye of the Tiger. To Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was so, so funny and cool. Um, he's planning on doing two fights in one day because he promised 
the recruiter from the Naval Academy that he would do a fight for her, like a, just a, like a friendly fight with Fangs, but he also, uh-huh. the fight that Veronica scheduled for him is on the same day, and that's a secret because he forged his mom's signature, mm-hmm. so he would be allowed to do it. So he's going crazy, working out, sweating, trying to lose those six pounds. Um, Betty and Jughead, <laughs> because of the Gargoyle Gospel, the Gospel of the Gargoyle King, decide that the only way they're going to find the Gargoyle King, since it's not Edward, oh, uh-huh. is for Betty to become prom queen, which apparently is the same as becoming the Griffin Queen. Uh-huh. Not not really sure how those two, like, equate. Yeah, well, I mean, you haven't do. read the Gospels. So. Right, I wouldn't understand. Jughead has read it, and he knows. He gets it. Um. So apparently the Gargoyle King is going to reveal himself to whoever, whoever the prom queen is, which... I think it's like the same thing that happens in Twin Peaks, like with the Miss Twin Peaks pageant. Do you remember this? Vaguely. And then the the scary guy. Um, oh. He kidnaps Miss Twin yeah, Peaks. Yeah, in a lot of end. ways, that is actually exactly like um, what happens in Twin so Peaks. So it's basically the same exact huh. storyline happening here. What is that guy's name? Oh, the oh. scary chess guy. Oh yeah. Um. Oh shit. Wyndham Earl. Yes, Wyndham Earl and the Miss Twin Peaks pageant. Same sort of thing going on here. Yeah. But they're a little worried that the Gargoyle King, like, maybe isn't tuned into, like, it's prom and, like, there's going to be a prom king. Yeah, why would he? <laughs> why would he be? So <laughs> so they go to talk to Cheryl, who's depressed because she can't, she be, prom can't be prom queen. And they're like, Cheryl, um, like, we understand that the prom theme is fire and ice, and we think that's really cool, and we know you decided on it months ago, but... No one really knows what that means. <laughs> and I was we were wondering if we could make it a little more specific. And Cheryl's like, whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. I literally don't give a shit. And Betty's like, well, what about the Renaissance or medieval times? Yeah. Both famously times where there were gargoyles. Sure. Um, and Cheryl's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck off. You can, like, wear chain mail if you want. Which is funny because people do wear chain mail to this Yeah, prom. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get to see Archie do his big fight, which I was kind of disappointed about. We just see him leaving with Veronica, and he did a bad job. He lost. Um, he's all beat up. He's limping into yeah. her fancy, fancy car. Um, and Veronica's like, Archie, like, I don't think you should go to the second fight with the recruiter. Like, it's not a good idea. Like, right. it's not that important. You haven't important. eaten in, like, a week. You haven't <laughs> eaten. You, you're, like, losing your mind, and it's, like, it's not a big deal. You can reschedule it. And Archie's like, no, like, I really have to, like, for my mommy. Right. And so they show up, and, and he's late, and Fangs is like, come on, man, hurry up. And Archie tries to walk into the ring, but he, <laughs> he just falls over yeah. and, like, falls flat and passes out. Yeah. Um. So that's how that fight went for him. Yeah. Not great. Um. Betty and Jughead really want to make sure that this whole prom night with the gargoyle <laughs> thing goes well. So they call a meeting of the serpents, but also a new gang that I've never seen before, which seems to be called the Pretty Poisons. Yeah. Um, which appears to be all girls. Sure is. And in this episode, the serpents are all boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, At this point, yeah. I don't really know what's going on there. Yeah, it's not really that important. <laughs> um, but they say, you guys have to like put aside your differences. We have to team up to catch the Gargoyle King. Yeah, your differences being that... Being that one of you is <laughs> in the all gang. boys and one of you right, is all exactly. girls. Archie is like he's on a couch because he passed out. But he has these very cool boxing shoes that are, like, black and gold that I Oh, noticed. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, talking to his mom, and she's like, like, okay, like, I get it. And he, like, but, like, you gotta, you can't be doing yeah. the kinds of things that, the you kind need of to, behavior you that need you're to doing calm right down. Now. Like, it's too much. You can't be, like, jump roping in seven layers of clothing and then not eating and then trying to do two big scary fights in one day. Yeah. And Archie says, I want to see how far these fists can take me, <laughs> and I want to fight. And his mom's like, okay, 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 like, but just like be normal about it. 
And she does very reasonably remind him that he's 17. Like right. He's got all the time in the world. Don't be fooled by the fact that he looks, he looks the way he like, does. He's 17. He's 17. That's the age that he is. Yeah. Um, and it's finally prom night, folks. Thank which God. is very exciting. Everyone, uh, I wasn't expecting this, literally shows up to the prom in medieval Oh, garb. sure. They all had that shit lying um, around. Like they Renaissance were fully style gowns and night outfits. They all look literally so fucking cool. Jughead is wearing a very cool night outfit and he's still wearing his stupid fucking hat. Of course he is. He's Jughead. Um, Have you ever seen him without that stupid hat on? so dumb. <laughs> he looks I don't awesome. know. I was really mad at Jughead last <laughs> night. But I do wish I got to go to an event where everyone wore medieval garb. Yeah. That sounds cool. And I wish that everyone just had that lying around. Sure. Betty, like... She's running unopposed for prom queen, but she does still stuff the ballot box um, just in case. Just she doesn't case. want anything doesn't to go know. wrong. Pop from Pops. Sure. Uh, earlier on in this episode revealed to Veronica that her dad Hiram still owns the diner, which uh, Veronica, I guess, thought she bought from him. And he owns La Bonne Nuit, which I'm assuming is the speakeasy. Correct. Yeah. And so all this time Veronica has been working there. Uh, she's been... I guess without knowing it, he's been taking all her money. I like I unclear on that. Yeah, but she's uh, pretty pissed off. And Archie and Veronica decide they're going to take down Hiram for good. For good, which is cool. I imagine they'll have a lot of luck with that. Definitely. Um, some court jester freak comes up to <laughs> Betty and gives her a note that summons her to the place the first Ascension night was held and tells her to come alone, which she just does. Yeah. And she's not even there to, like, collect her prom queen crown. Like, he summons her away before she even wins, which is sad. But the school, she's like, apparently the first Ascension Night was somewhere in the school. Yep. And it has, like, cool neon lighting, which is awesome. It's, like, yes. blue and yeah, pink yeah, yeah. neon oh, lighting. Yeah. This episode looks uh, awesome. Which is awesome. And there's, like, a weird flashback to maybe someone who's supposed to be her mom, I think. Like, walking down the same hallway, presumably at the first Ascension Night. Right. But it does, is that just Lily Reinhardt? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just too Betty. Yeah, um, you'll you'll probably figure this out more as we watch more episodes that have flashbacks in them. But um, every single time there's a flashback, all of the kids play their parents. That's so cool. Like without Ugh. fail, always. That's so um, awesome. They even like there's a flashback where like if they have to show Hiram uh-huh. in a flashback, Hiram doesn't have a son, obviously. So they use Mark Consuelos's real life wow. son and he plays him That's in so any cool. of the flashback episodes. That's They're so awesome. if there's one thing Riverdale is dedicated to it is having all of the children That's just play really their nice. parents in flashbacks. I love it's that. it's actually super super fun. Um yeah, so I really liked that. She goes to a scary bathroom that has a lot of scary graffiti similar mm-hmm, to the scary mm-hmm. graffiti on the bus that says flip for your fate. <laughs> yeah. And there are two scary goblets on the sink and Betty like looks at them for a minute and then she's like, not going to happen. <laughs> I don't really know. Like flipping is typically a coin. Right. You flip a coin. I don't know about flipping goblets so much, but sure. Um, you and- have to flip it upside down to drink it, I guess. Right? Oh, huh? I guess. And so you choose. I don't think that's what they meant, but. Oh, really? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just like pick one. Sure. And drink it. And when she says not going to happen, the lights in the bathroom turn pink. Red. Pink. Pinkish pink red. red. Yeah. yeah. It looks so cool. I love it this episode. It is very, episode. very cool. It's I a good episode. It looks awesome. Um, And then she goes out in the hallway and the Gargoyle King Uh-oh. is there. Uh-oh. In all his finery. He his looks weird awesome. sticks and like strings horns and, and horns and, scary and he's very mask. large and he's terrifying. But Betty, don't worry guys, she had brought her gun with her <laughs> in her weird <laughs> little prom. bag. Um, which is cool. <laughs> I brought... um hot fudge to my prom did you and betty brought a gun yeah so we have a lot in common in that way she tries to shoot the gargoyle king doesn't go so well for her because uh she gets tackled by someone who folks turns out to be black hood Hood. her serial killer father and but you're saying what about that hand that dr colonel jr found that had his fingerprints and his dna well 
Black Hood now has one of his hands. It's not a hand, it's a hook. It's a hook hand. So he did presumably cut off his hand. Um, yeah, I just want to say that when me and my sister watched this episode <laughs> for the first time, we'd screamed the entire time all of this was happening. It's really, like, it's, it's very so dramatic. It's so exciting. And it's, it's really scary. Like, amazing. And, like, this whole next thing is just Betty running away. It's from her so dad cool. and yeah. it's like really upsetting and there's like dead bodies oh and my god yeah this entire sequence is insane it's like um, it's disturbing it's crazy you feel bad for her and the whole time like the lights are like bright pink and blue and she's got her yeah. crazy like renaissance dress yes. on she looks awesome <laughs> yeah. and she's like going in different rooms and trying to lock the door and she can't and then he'll like punch through with yeah, a scary hook and he's like walking down the hallway and scraping his hook insane. on the lockers which is really scary um she finds i think two dead bodies yeah at least um and scary hook dragging famous hockey stick moment where she holds the hockey stick and yep. tries to hit her dad she tries to call 911 but he stops her i i have written um she, Calls 911, but he finds her. Sad face. She's so brave. Sad face. Poor Betty. Sad face. Mm-hmm. She uh, somehow gets out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens actually is that she's in a closet um, and the black hood is trying to break into the closet. Uh-huh. Um, and then all of a sudden he stops banging on the door. And uh-huh. So she opens the door and Jughead's out Oh, and it's Jughead. There. Right. So. Which is weird. <laughs> it is. It's very strange. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel a little nervous mm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think Jughead is Black Hood? I mean, that's sort of what it's saying, <laughs> isn't it? If he's there. Well, Black Hood's gone now. Um, I don't know. There's something not right about that. Maybe Jughead is Gargoyle King. Maybe he's Black Hood. <sighs> maybe he's both of them. But Jughead doesn't have sandy Maybe hair. Jughead is Black Hood and Black Hood is Gargoyle King and Gargoyle oh, King is, is Jughead. Jughead. Yeah, he doesn't have Sandy. Well, Cole Sprouse does, though. Yeah, right. So he maybe... Di- does- do they dye his hair, too? They must. Yeah, I mean, he has... Oh, wait, no. Does he have naturally brown hair? I don't think he's I naturally blonde. I don't think blonde. it's that dark. Is he blonde? The the brother is. Are they naturally blonde, though? I have I know I've seen pictures of Dylan Sprouts, <laughs> and he has, like, sort of sandy... He does. I just don't you know, know if what? it's natural. He has kind of sandy blonde hair. He does have kind of sandy blonde so hair. I don't know that he's weirdly magnetic. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Jughead saves Betty... And they decide that it was all like a setup, I guess. Like it, the reason it was so easy to find the gospel of the gargoyle king is because he wanted them he to wa- find he, it, or maybe Betty's dad wanted them to find it sure. and wanted to like. I mean, it just seems very complicated. If the point is to well, like, it is get Betty alone, sure, and try and murder her. There were probably easier ways, but <laughs> probably not cooler ways. Definitely not. Um, which I guess explains it and makes up for it, right? Molly Ringwald tells Archie she's going to stay and hang out with him. Yeah, she's not so going to. not alone in his, like, enormous house. Yeah. His and house she's also going to support Archie's dream killers. for uh, boxing. Sure. Which is kind of her. Betty's mom is still working on the puzzle that she was working on in the beginning, only now it's almost done, mm. which I thought was fun. Good. Congrats um, to her. Yeah. And Betty's like, Mom, for real, like, Black Hood is back. I saw him. He tried to kill me. And she's like, I, I don't know, honey. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. But then Edgar pops up one last time, and he's he like- He loves to do that. Well, Betty, if you're so worried, why don't you stay with us at the farm? And Betty um, agrees to do that, which is uh, strange. Yeah, it and is. And not necessarily the choice I would make. It's fine. Um, because- What's interesting is that I, from the beginning, I said I'm not very interested in this whole farm thing. I don't really care. Um, but it has come up in, I think, every episode we've watched. It seems to be a pretty big uh, It's a pretty big plot thing. point. Yeah. And now that Edgar, Chad Michael Murray is there, I am, I'll admit, a little more interested. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's how the episode ends. Yeah. 
So, I thought it was fun. I thought it was sort of an iconic episode is yeah, what it felt like to I me. I love this one. I've made this one iconic to everyone who knows yeah. me by using a lot of the um, screenshots. The imagery. Um, for everything, that picture of Betty with the, with the hockey, hockey stick, stick the is my profile King. picture on pretty much everything. Yeah. And I love to make people look at that image because right, it's, it's important cool. to me. Um, I will say that I know, of course, you're a huge Betty fan. I am, yeah. And I wasn't like I... I wasn't feeling it particularly until this episode. Okay, cool. Um, she does grow on you. She's just she's just kind of normal. Yeah. Um, which you can't say about Jughead or Veronica or Archie. No, absolutely um, not. But Betty's just kind of regular, and she's um, just yeah. So I other mean, than like the fact that sometimes she becomes a serial killer and stuff. <laughs> the fact that she's insane and has um, serial killer genes. And but like a lot of times, she's just sort of like uh, yeah. Just doing her best, right? In these sort of interesting situations, right? I think, um, yeah, I, yeah, I love Betty dearly. That's no secret. I think one of the, one of the greatest things about her is because of the fact that she's played by Lily Reinhardt, who is genuinely such a funny actress. Like, yeah, the way she like delivers all her lines in like monotone, and yes, she sounds she really always does. like she wants to kill herself. Yes, she has a very, and like like she yeah. everything she says is funny. The way that she says it. She, you literally just get the sense that she's always just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yes, like again, yeah, like it. Jesus like, Christ, really, uh, like, oh my god, has a hook for a hand and like, chasing yeah. me around my Are high school and he's killing people for real right now. Like, good god. Um, and I just really like, I like that about her. Yeah, and I that mixed with the fact that like she has serial killer genes. Right, and sometimes that's cool. She turns into evil Betty and yeah. she does crazy things. Um, I think um, she's a perfect character. Yeah, so it was a good good episode for Betty. For Betty Heads. Um, great episode for Chad Michael Murray Heads. Mm-hmm. Archie, um, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Man. It's not his worst plot. It's not bad. It's also not great. No. I prefer to see him studying vocabulary words. Sure. Um, classic Jughead. I mean, I, Jughead is always himself. And he is. That's, you've got to celebrate him for that. he doesn't, he doesn't try that. to be anyone No, else. he's just going to be Jughead. He's going to get weirdly into Everything. things that don't really matter. No. He's going to wear his stupid outfits. And you just yeah. have to embrace that, I guess. Um, of course, very, very glad to see Molly Ringwald at long last. Lots of fun. Great episode. Lots of, you know, Twin Peaks style stuff. I did when oh, I was sure. scrolling through Netflix because I didn't know... What number episode was? I just knew it was called Prom, Prom Night. Night. I saw that there was one called Fire Walk with Me. Yeah, which was very exciting for me. Yeah. Um. There's one called Fire Walk with Me. There's one called Lynchian. There's one <laughs> that's called, so silly. I don't know. There might be some other ones. Yeah. Um. I liked this episode. I don't think we rated the last one, but I'll oh shit, rate this one. Yeah. Out of seven. Um. I'm gonna say six out of seven. Awesome. The end is really. I mean, it's like it's it's dramatic in a way that I was actually very stressed out by it it yeah. wasn't like ha 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 what a silly show it was like i'm a little scared i'm a little yeah. frightened i'm a little worried yeah so yeah awesome great episode can't wait for the next one speaking of which i'm going to spin my little wheel and we're going to find out what we're watching next or what you're watching next so um, true random number generator it's the name of a song they sing in riverdale really random <laughs> number yeah it's really That's good it's so in the headwig episode it's they awesome they should sing around the world they should sing around the world <laughs> 62 is a oh okay yes this one has some good stuff in okay. it okay uh 62 witness for the prosecution season four episode five nice um I don't think there are any musical numbers, but it doesn't, it's fine. That's okay. Um, this one might have Brett in it because it's nice. season four. That'd be cool. Um, it definitely has Charles in it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we're going to watch this one. Sounds good.
What is the number again? One more time. Uh, 62. 62. Season four, episode five. So right after Halloween. Oh, cool. So we get to see the aftermath of... Is it really the next one? Yes. It's cool. immediately after Halloween. Nice. That'll be good. Um, some things that were mentioned in that one will come to f- yeah, fruition in this one. I wonder if I remember them. Yeah. You might once they happen and once yeah. you see them with your own two right. eyes. So that'll be not next week, probably. A few weeks. In a couple of weeks, eventually. Cool. It'll be really good. All right. That As it always is. Riverdale Roulette Riverdale Chapter Roulette 4. Chapter 4. Okay. So now I have some YouTube comments yeah, to read. Yeah, I would love to hear them. These are all from the uh, YouTube video for the Wham Rap. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that comment section, and I would like to talk about some of it. So first of all, from Penny Douglas. I'm a beautiful... <laughs> I'm a beautiful white lady, and I am <laughs> 53 years old, and I have always been in love with my precious angel, George Michael. Oh, my goodness. Two exclamation points. <laughs> so. I'm a beautiful white lady. I'm happy. I'm a beautiful white That's lady, so and I am 53 years old. <laughs> From Luke Smith. This was posted 11 years ago, which okay. is insane to me. I'm thinking about doing this song on the X Factor next year. <laughs> love this song. So I hope he did that. That's really um, funny. <laughs> here's one from... I can't, I don't know what, this is like just a bunch of, Matavenados, I don't know, someone. They have a scary kind of vampire looking profile picture though. And their comment says, this is a fun song to be sure until you accidentally with a capital A split with a capital S your pants doing the splits dancing to this at a party, LOL. (laughs) Um, So I'm sorry that happened to you. You don't seem... To be too traumatized yeah, by it, it though. Yeah, it seems like a funny occurrence. The LOL at the end really changes yeah. the tone. Here's one from JJ Ferris. This shit came out whilst <laughs> we were stationed in Bangladesh. Oh. It used to be the thing to jam to with two <laughs> M's at TGIF. Thank <gasps> God it's Friday. You had to have been there to remember, I reckon. I was just a young boy and we were on embassy duty for a year. It was a learning experience and a blast, too. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Happy for you, JJ. That's what a beautiful story. I'm glad you had fun. Um, here's one from Randy Torres. And mm-hmm. the reason I screenshotted this one is because it reads a lot like a Greg Kelly tweet. Oh, great. With all of the sort of random capitalization awesome. of words. So, this song makes me feel so good every time <laughs> I listen to it. I absolutely love it. And the way George Michael is singing in that high pitched voice of his is so sexy incredible everything about this song is amazing to me only george michael (laughs) could coin the phrase do you enjoy what you do if not just stop don't stay there and rot brilliant so catchy much love (laughs) so that's that that's a good one Um, okay here's one from ehud riven oh uh it says they should make a musical based on wham songs (gasps) Which obviously I agree with. They should, and then they should do a Riverdale musical episode based on obviously. it. Obviously. Um, and then David Deacon replied to this and said, called Wham! The Musical. That would be a good name a for it. I think that's a great idea. Um, very um, creative. If you guys need help making that happen, yeah. let me know and I'll, I can help. I'll, I'll do what I can. Here's one from Joseph Grimo Grimwood. <laughs> it says, <laughs> I can't read this one. <laughs> George Michael's music clam me down <laughs> on bad days. <laughs> and every word of that is capitalized clam me down Um, george michael's music clam me down (laughs) um here's one from violet soup (laughs) 
How did I even get here? I don't even like George Michael. What is going on? Wow. Fuck off, bitch. Um, I just thought the what is going on. What is going on? Like, I don't know what's going on. How did I get here? How did you get here? I don't. I don't know. Um, and then the last one from L. Tay, which is interesting because that's my first, like, Tay, oh, part of right. my first name, and L Tay. is my last initial. Oh. So I think that's pretty interesting. So maybe you. Um, this me. is something I would comment on this video. It just says hashtag love, hashtag wham, hashtag enjoy what you do. <laughs> um, so I could see myself yeah, commenting. That does, so maybe this is sounds me. Sounds like you. So those are my comments that I found on the wham rap. Cool. Yep. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Anytime. I guess that's it. Great episode, in my opinion. I, I think it was fine. I think we're getting really good at Riverdale Roulette. I think so. Um, and I'm hearing from our audience that it's it's a fan favorite. Yeah, maybe one day um, our podcast will just turn into Riverdale Roulette. I um, think everybody loves it. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we love you. Yeah, please um, send us some emails. Send us an email. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And all that. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. 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 Ducky, 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 ducky